Today's episode is number 26. Welcome to GEB Johnson Podcast with your host, Janola Johnson. Here, you will hear about finding the right career to fit your purpose and mastering your mindset. This is where you will learn how to take control of your life and make it happen. GEB Johnson Consulting and today's episode is about teacher burnout. But before I talk we talk about or discuss teacher burnout, I do have something that I would like to share with you um, if you are an educator. I remember being early in my career, I wanted something that I could control and explore. And I had other interests and hobbies that I knew I could put on the marketplace or in the marketplace to bring in some additional income. I had a few lingering bills I wanted to knock out and felt that I, if I could just bring in some extra income, it would be great. The more I thought about it, I thought more about how I deserve to do this for me and my family. I deserve something of my own and I really wanted an online business. It wasn't that I didn't like my full-time job as a middle school teacher. It wasn't that it wasn't fulfilling anymore either. I just continued to have a deep longing that I had other aspirations. I knew I could do both at least until my business really kicked off or I found something else in education that I'd like to do. That's when I created and decided to open up my own online business. I knew that this couldn't be one of those get quick schemes because I wanted something that was going to be sustainable and profitable and something that I'd really enjoy doing. I also could it also could not be something that was free. Free? Hmm. I knew it wouldn't take a lot people wouldn't take it seriously I wouldn't even take it seriously and besides in order to make money you have to spend money therefore I set out to find something that I could do within a 15 to 45 minutes task I broke my task down so that I could accomplish a lot of things within a week but not completing everything in one setting because I, I just didn't have the time and if your schedule was like mine I had a certain number of grades to turn in each week and there was always a meeting and lesson plans due to be uploaded in three mind you three different platforms not to mention the occasional bad timed parent conference so whatever I did it had to count it had to go a long way and most importantly it couldn't waste any of my time or my money I really wished I had someone that I could bounce ideas off of and a community that I could work with or talk to about ideas and I really wanted something that I deserved and I could and and something that would make money as I was creating this my own online business I took a lot of notes because I knew I wasn't the only teacher who deserved an online business so I created a program for educators who wanted an online business like me I made the task short 15 to 45 minutes 
because I knew how much time I had to do things. I created a community for you to bounce ideas off each other. When I started, I didn't have any direction of where to sell, much less the name of a website or website platforms. So I made this program different from other online business startup programs. I made it for you to explore different models, understand the pros and cons. I did this because you don't have much time and let's face it, time is money. You deserve to make your online business work for you as quick as possible. Imagine being in business in four to six weeks. You will be on your way with your online business without flailing from one idea to another and wasting your time. I created this program with the idea that the step-by-step -step process could help you get what you deserve in your online business. Imagine you're up and teaching your students and people are buying your products or services without you being present or without you being present on your online business. The community will help you through questions of ideas and much needed support. The weekly live Q&A are recorded for you so you can review what you've missed and to refer to for future reference. There's also office hours available during the week as well. The Educators in Business program is different because it is a membership community with community support and step-by-step -step processes of creating your very own online business. It is not going to be easy and it is definitely not going to be free. There is a fee for being a member in the Education and Business, but there's a cost for being in business such as your license your web hosting and other platform and services that you will need to have for an online business this is also not something you can set up and forget it you will be able to automate some things but you will need to check in on how things are going several times a week there's also improvements broken links and new ideas that need to be implemented for better results you ask who is this program for? Well, I, de I developed it for educators in mind because that's my background. But it's really for anyone who wants to start an online business. Basically, it is for anyone who believes they deserve to make extra money in an online business. These doable 15 to 45 minute task projects are for anyone who is trying to have something you've created that will bring you extra income. Just think, in four to six weeks, you could be up and running your very own online business. Join today at gebjohnson.com, gebjohnson.com forward slash EIB. Let's head to the show. So today's topic is on teacher burnout. I wrote this article a few months ago, probably a little bit over a year. And after I was looking at it again, I was really so uh, surprised that nothing really has changed. I really wasn't surprised, but again, I was surprised. So it's basically about teacher burnout. And this is something that is very serious in today's educational system. Not just here in the United States, but this is a worldwide thing it's a worldwide phenomenon let's talk about this because this is something serious about 18 months ago as i mentioned i wrote this about this um about teacher burnout and basically because i was burned out this is something that's been happening for many years and it's been a gradual a gradual phenomena and each year it gets worse 
we're at the end of the 2018-2019 school year and you have a lot of teachers at this point it's June thinking wow I can't believe I made it this far but you did but then you're tired and I know that you should be tired at this time of the year but you are tired more than you really should be and when I first wrote this article the teacher attrition and mobility survey of 2014 and 2015 stated that teachers left the, the profession because 51% of them left due to workload 36% due to procedures and performance evaluations 58% due to workplace policies and practices. 48% due to the glass ceiling effect, which means that you can't be, uh, you can't get an advancement. No one will allow you to get an advancement and they want to keep you in the classroom thinking that that's what you want, but you may really want to be in another position. And then 44% no recognition or support from administration. Now, according to a teacher retention article in February of 2018, in the last 20 years, teacher attrition has doubled and districts are finding it harder and harder to find highly qualified teachers. Every year, 16 to 30% of the teachers leave the profession. As you see, I haven't mentioned salary yet. According to Ed Week, the, an Ed Week survey, 25% of the teachers leave because of salary concerns. It further states that a few years ago, many states increased sal teacher salaries. But although they te increased the teacher salaries, this, this did not retain teachers. So if salary is not the answer, what is it? I'm going to state my opinion. And although... I'm only one person and one educator, but this person does have a podcast, so I'm going to give my opinion on this topic. Teacher salary does play a part of a teacher retention, but it's not the whole picture. It's not the whole solution. There's a district in my state that increased teacher salaries 8 to 12 percent. So 8 to 12 percent of a raise for every non-temporary employee in the district. I thought for a brief moment that I should apply, <laughs> but then I had the quick flashback of not going to the bathroom when I needed to go, lunch and bus duty, faculty meetings, lesson plans, the list goes on and on, and I quickly dismissed the idea. You see, raising salaries is great, and that is a start. But the real problem might be the alignment of the school's missions and leaderships. This could be from the district office to school level admins. I've always been taught you can catch more flies with honey than you can with vinegar. And I'm not saying that teachers are flies, but being nice is so, so important. At my daughter's high school graduation this year, her principal's message to the class was to be nice. That's it. Just be nice. I've experienced some administrators that I wonder if they know what being nice means. And if they don't know, do we really need them as leaders? All I'm saying is that if a teacher is teaching, 
most likely they've earned a professional degree. If this is true, and most likely it is, then they should be treated professionally. It's just that simple. Work overload, subjective teacher evaluations, workplace policies, no advancement, and no respect are the reasons teachers are burned out, which results in a teacher shortage. There are schools that have no books, districts having job fairs in November, really? And just this Sunday in my own church announcements, a school system had an announcement for people to apply. At a church, you're sending out job announcements. You would think someone would say there's a problem here and try to own up to facing the problem and fix it. But fixing it means that a lot of people who are not qualified will lose their jobs. Hmm. But who's always suffering? The children who cannot vote and also they have no voice. Until someone realizes that for every teacher that doesn't return back to school to teach the following year, it costs about $20,000 to hire a new teacher. This is according to the Learning Policy Institute. This could be $20,000 in salary, materials, and resources. And I'm just talking about one teacher. What if you have a district with 200 or 300? This is costing school districts billions of dollars of wasted money that could be allocated to the learning process. Now, I understand that you do have categories, but $20,000 per person, that's a lot of money. This waste of money falls on the leadership and taxpayers should be asking questions like, what are you doing to retain teachers? Being nice, respectful, understanding, but firm with students and non-threatening to teachers and staff might be a start to reducing teacher burnout and most importantly, improving teacher turnover. Teachers do have alternatives. I mean, now we have a lot of alternatives. Many opportunities are out there for you if you're in this type of situation. Teachers deserve respect, and until they are treated as such, teacher retention will continue to increase. I hope this gives you something to think about, and I'll see you next week.